Today in the Highlight Zone podcast, it's the final part, part three, of our exploration into COVID-19 in the football season this year. I sit down with Marathon head coach Ryan Winkler, whose team also had a sudden halt to the season due to COVID-19. We talk about how it was to receive the news, how they stayed in touch during that time they were working remotely, and how this makes them appreciate the little things. Let's get right to it. Enjoy. To uh, go into um, what was the reaction when you found out that you guys had to uh, um, postpone those games um, and uh, uh, not start the season there? Yeah, the kids were really disappointed in that, as were the coaches and parents of the kids as well. You know, we, we knew it could happen anytime. Um, but when it happened that Thursday before that Saturday game, the kids the kids were really uh, emotionally upset. So it, it was tough. Yeah, and I think you just said it right there. It was right before that first game. And so you, you go into this preparation, ready to play this game and to start the season, and suddenly right there, two days before that game, you have to halt things. Did that make it more difficult to have it happen right there rather than a week or two beforehand? I think so because you're ready for the game now. Um, you're anticipating playing. Uh, we had rescheduled uh, a game for that Saturday, knowing that we were going to play a JV game and a varsity game against Amro, um, because only with the infield of varsity team. So we were excited just to get a game and then to have it just kind of pulled out. And then the timing of it as well on that Thursday, um, our return then was a little bit later, so we couldn't even get a game for week three. So we actually lost three full weeks of games. What was that discussion like with your team um, when, when, when that news broke? What was that conversation like? You know, we have some core values here and we talk about discipline, desire, and character. And then we have a hashtag tough and hashtag united. And we said, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, we really have to follow what we're talking about and just not uh, say those words all the time. We talked about how we have to be disciplined and have a desire to get back and show that our our character will get us back on the field. And then we also talked about how it's going to be tough to do that for two weeks and be away from the game for two weeks. But uh, uh, we ended with being united and we broke down. you know, like we, like we would before any end of any practice. We had a breakdown, and uh, then the kids left school for two weeks. Yeah, and and so what? What was it like afterwards? How did the kids respond to this? When they came back, yeah, uh, during those two weeks. During it, um, you know, I think they did as well as they could, considering they're teenage boys. Uh, you know, they were out, and it was tough because they had to. Now they're connecting via a virtual for classes and, you know, just trying to get a hold of them. We had a couple meetings uh, virtually just to see how they're doing and make sure they're doing the right thing. And, uh, you know, it, it was tough for them. Yeah, so I know you said you, you talked about virtual meetings and that kind of thing. What were some of the techniques that you did during those two weeks where they had to be home to kind of keep them sort of in football, but also, you know, keep the team away from each other? I always told them, you know, try to work out on your own, um, attend the virtual meeting. We talked about things a little bit about what they should be doing as far as, hey, make sure you're staying up on your classes so that when you do get back, we're not worried about late work and things like that, but also make sure that you are training. Um, even if you have to go on uh, YouTube and get some training videos, just uh, do something um, because when you come back, we need to be ready to go. And so when they did come back, because uh, did they get back this week or last week? We got back last Wednesday was our first practice. Last Wednesday. What was that like to finally get back together in that practice and get to back together as a team in person? I was exciting. You know, the kids were ready to go. You could tell that they had some pent-up energy, and they wanted to go right away. And we're like, hey, we gotta, we got to ease ourselves back into this a little bit. So we took it easy on them for the first couple of days, um, just a lot of review, and then we slowly amped it up. And, uh, you know, but they were really excited to be back. 
Yeah, and your programs, you know, what, what happened there is just one example of what's happened to a lot of other programs. In a season that's just, you know, you know, surrounded by a pandemic, what has this season been like? You know, I, obviously, I, we've heard it said numerous times, it's a season like another, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, I, the coaches we talked, we haven't had a game yet. This, is, this should be week nine, and it's going to be our first game, and it feels like we've had... Uh, two seasons already for everything we're trying to do. You know, you're trying to follow the protocols. Uh, you really didn't have true contact days in the summer. Then you didn't know when you're going to start. Then they told you you're starting late. Uh, so it has been pretty stressful. And, you know, it's a lot more work than just uh, the normal season. Yeah, and I, so I do want to go back to back to August, back to July, when all of this is happening and you're really unsure with what was going to happen. What was going through your head at that time when the, the season was really uncertain at that point? are we going to have a season? You know, we really didn't know. At that time, I didn't think we would. Uh, the way the protocols were and the guidelines were set up, there was no way we we're going to have a season if they kept the guidelines the same uh, all the way through. Uh, so then also we, we could have contact days, but yet with the guidelines for the start of school, you needed, you know, to, your county had to be low risk or medium risk to be able to start practice. And even, you know, we were doing contact days without a football. So that, we call them non-contact contact days because you couldn't hit anybody, you couldn't use a football. Uh, so, yeah, we really were just wondering if, if we were going to have a season. And, of course, you know, there were, there were numerous discussions like the alternate schedule, move to the spring. Um, you know, they, they pushed the season back, obviously, or canceling. When you did get the word that, hey, there's going to be a season, but obviously practice is going to be pushed back a little bit later in August and all of that, what was, what was that like? We're just happy that there was going to be a season. You know, we, you looked at the alternate spring schedule, and for us, it's really not realistic. Maybe if you had a turf field or you're south of Portage, um, but anyone up north here that you know, on a grass field, that would be almost impossible to have that spring season. So we were, we were happy uh, that it was going to start. We wished it would have started a few weeks earlier. Um, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Looking at the numbers now uh, versus in August, we could have maybe been playing football in August and September and been done by now. But it is what it is, so we're just happy to be where we're at today. Exactly. So the alternate schedule wasn't even an option for you guys, right? Not really. We even talked about it. You know, if we don't get enough games, then we're like, what can we do? Could we try that? And maybe we could, but so few teams, we're one of the few teams around here that hasn't played any football yet to try to find that schedule. We'd be traveling. A lot of schools that did go spring, they already have their schedule set. So it really would be tough. Uh, what are practices like? Because I know there are some guidelines with, you know, crowding and, and making sure that you're wearing a mask when you're not in contact or anything. But what are practices like? What's that feel? Well, our practices are pretty normal now, other than after we came back, we split into a JV and a varsity team. So we have 40 kids out for football and marathons. So we, I think we have 19 varsity kids and 21 JV right now. So in our locker rooms, Varsity goes in, JV comes in after. Uh, weight room, we don't lift together. On the practice field, if we do individual drills, JV players are on one side, varsity are on the other. So we are separated, and uh, we definitely split into two because we said if a JV player gets, um, gets it, and now we can say, well, the JV shut down, but not the varsity, and vice versa. On the field, are things largely the same as before? Yeah, I, yeah, think, I so. think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... and and two, a lot of this is, you know, not necessarily containing on the practice field, but outside of practice and at home um, when they're out in the communities. What are some of the things that you've talked to players about this, especially after having, you know, um, cases and postponages um, about, you know, containing this outside of the practice when you're not in that little practice bubble? Yeah, that's a tough thing there. Uh, they're teenage boys and they're not going to listen to 
myself or maybe even their parents, we really try to talk about the social distancing. And if you're going to get together at someone's house, make sure you're outside, make sure you're distanced. Um, you know, just take every precaution necessary if you really want to keep the season going. And we just said, it's up to you guys. And we go back to that discipline that we talked about in our core values. You're going to have to be disciplined and it's going to be tough right now. But if you want to have a season, you're going to have to do some things that maybe you usually don't do. And obviously the players want a season. They want to play whatever football they can, right? Right. Yeah, it, they do. And, uh, but they're also teenage boys, so you really got to hammer that home all the time to take precautions and do the right thing. And, and we do preach it a lot here. So hopefully it's, it's, it's a message that they're receiving, and uh, hopefully we can play at least three or four games yet this season. Exactly. And, and, and when you normally look into a season that's not this year, you're thinking the goal is to make the playoffs. The goal is to win that state championship. It's to win. This year, it seems like the goal is to just play football, right? It has, you know, and that's not a bad thing. I, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the wins and losses and we forget that it's a game that we should go have fun. And I think we, a marathon, where we're at right now, tonight, uh, that we definitely want to win. We want to put on a good show against Colby, a, a very good team over there. It's going to be tough, their fourth game, our first, but it's all about we're excited to play. We just want to go out there and have fun no matter what. Yeah, and you're right. Tonight's the first game. Uh, how excited is the team? They're pretty excited. They're ready to go. Uh, we, we joked one, I told uh, our senior captain today, I said, you know, this would usually be week nine of our football season. He's like, are you serious? It'd be that late? I said, yep. <laughs> this is, so our first game is week nine. Yeah, and, and, and you talk about your seniors. This season has got to be especially a little tough on them because this is their last year, and the chances that there wouldn't even be a season has got to be pretty tough to handle. How have your seniors been this year? They've been pretty good. They were the ones that were pretty emotional uh, that first when, when we got the when we were told that Thursday that we were done for a couple of weeks and and we knew that we might not come back. We didn't know. So so they were pretty emotional. So uh, they're pretty excited to get going now. And like I said, we want to get them on the field as much as possible the next couple of weeks. And now that you're getting your season sort of back to normal, as normal as it can be, um, where do you go from here? You know, now that you've had these postponages you've obviously you're trying to get as many games in and but where do you go from here for the rest of the season oh uh, we just prepare like it's a regular season now we know there's no playoffs but uh, we'll play the games we prepare like we usually have and uh we hope to end on a high note you know after colby we have three more games we're hoping and uh, maybe even an extra one after that if we can find something that's the thing we don't know what's going to happen after those uh four games and who knows what the weather's going to be like i told our kids this is a uh, we're preparing for future years when hopefully we're playing deep into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys missed the good weather these last couple of weeks, unfortunately. Yes, we did. Yeah. So uh, we're not used to the warm games. Our kids aren't used to those hot, warm games, so maybe that's an advantage. That's an advantage right there. Um, yeah, and, and I know we talked about it uh, just a few questions ago, but right, the hope is just to get a few games in, but still a lot of what fuels teams is winning. Um, is that fuel still there, even though, you know, the playoffs might be, you know, an uncertain thing right now? Oh, I think so. You know, our kids are competitive. Our, we have a lot of two and three sport athletes on our football team. And uh, it, when you get back down to no matter if you're playing for a playoff game or um, state or just a conference game, that means nothing. Our kids want to win and they're competitive and they want to go out there and do their best. How do you think Marathon, the, the city of, or the town of Marathon is going to be tonight? when there is games, there's a Friday night game, and uh, there's, there's going to be football played there. It's in Colby, and so, you know, we had 240, tick we had 240 tickets, so I'm hoping that uh, we get a lot of the parents and siblings and close relation over there to support us, and hopefully a lot of the other people are watching it on uh, 
being streamed. So we hope that uh, they're watching us and we hear some good things. Last question I have, and of course your team has been through a lot this year and it's, you know, some teams haven't had those postponages, um, but there's still that, that cloud hanging over every team. What is your message to those other teams now that you've gone through this difficult beginning um, about this season and about containing um, COVID-19 within these football teams? To other teams, I would say enjoy every minute because you don't know when it could be taken away. Uh, and, and really stress, do the little things to try to make the season con continue. But really, it was we told them the practice before even. We were preaching, hey, enjoy practice tonight. And we as coaches, we get on you. It's not that we're yelling at you. We just want, you know, it's constructive criticism. Don't take it uh, too hard But uh, because we want you to have fun. And uh, like I said, just, just enjoy every minute. How long have you been a coach there now? Uh, this is my third year as a head coach, but I've been in the junior high system and I've also coached uh, high school before here. Yeah, and so this is just a good reminder throughout your entire career, right? Enjoy those, those small things that uh, you, you might not normally uh, enjoy in other years. Yeah, exactly. And uh, hopefully we never have another year like this. And that is all from Ryan Winkle. We thank him a lot for coming on and talking about a difficult situation over in Marathon. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts and look out for next Monday where Reese Van Hapsen and I will sit down with Wausau West tennis players Annika Eater and Katie Meyer who are an infectious doubles team that made it to state. We'll talk about that experience next time, but until then, thank you for tuning in to the WSCW Highlight Zone podcast and take care.